and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, degenerate punters of all ages. We're proud to bring to you your hosting team of the old dog, Virgo Sr., and the king of form analysis, the young pup, Virgo Jr., who together bring you the Hands and Heels podcast. We're back. That was worth it. I that again. That was worth it to see your face. Welcome to uh, Series 3, Episode 2 of the Hands and Heels Podcast. Disgruntled King, how are you? I was fine until that awful sound rang through my ears about 10 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, that was worth it. I don't know what occurred. It just suddenly occurred to me. I don't me. think uh, anyone's worth I think anything, anyone thought that was worth it. It was just seriously I, disturbing. I, I did. Uh, creepy and weird. They're my middle names. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been since our little let up since the Magic Millions? Just didn't that wasn't that a little let down? Like yeah, yeah. got all excited. Oh, no washed away. That's the end of that. And then half the fields of scratch. Then oh, yeah, it was it was pretty average. Uh mm. not ideal. No. Uh but and nor has the racing been since then. So we sort mm. of thought we'd sit quietly. Well, actually th- someone was keen to tip the ridiculous races at Mooney Valley. And oh, someone with a brain said no. Uh, we'll wait. You choose which was which, dear listeners. We were a bit up and about on Australia Day. Um, in retrospect, probably should have uh, thrown out a little. Uh, oh, no, I could do that and it loses. So. Well, yeah, exactly. We generally avoid uh, tipping the hands oh, and heels horses, yeah. but the mighty Fear the Wind managed to salute with an almighty effort at quite odds. We were somewhat pleased. How many times you told that story since it happened? Uh, a couple. A lot of people asking, well, this video, what are you pointing? And none of you are in the queue. Oh, none of you are in the queue. I'm about this story. He thinks it's the greatest thing ever. I don't think it's the, the greatest thing ever. I wasn't delighted with it. It wasn't my best work. But none of them were in the queue, but I was. And I've still got a wheelbarrow full of cash. Happy days. Um, other than all of you, we didn't tip it to. So I do apologise. I'll try not to let that happen again. Uh, so we're back. We've covering most of Melbourne. There are a couple of numpty races that we opted out of and three features up the road in Sydney. Quite excited. You up and about, King? I wasn't, as I said, until you just set the show off to a terrible start. It's hard to recover (laughs) from it. I'll do my best. Uh, I make no promises, though. So where are we going to start? Sandown. Yep. AKA Caulfield, all the good races, which are normally at Caulfield, your Blue Diamonds, your All-Star Mile. All of all Actually, Sandown. All-Star Mile was supposed to be at Caulfield, now it's at Mooney Valley this year, but no, your CF4s, your Futurities, they're all at Sandown this year. Do you mind uh, doing me a photo, just talking to the microphone? I am. Okay. Yep, they are now. Brilliant. Sandown race one's a 1,000 metre race, benchmark 78. It is. And top of the market, is that a juice box you're drinking mm-hmm. into the microphone? Um... Wow. Again, you'd go, has the craft improved? Series 3, episode 2 says no. Uh, Inundation is the short priced in the red favourite $1.85. I haven't sorted by prices and nearly read out Zorro's dream, so we won't. We'll go with Fire at three seventy, Malane at 6s, No Way Ever at 10s, and we go upwards from there. Pretty confident fire rolls inundation here. Uh, Ooh, last wow, start, first up track and distance, he won by two and a half lengths easy. In similar grade, it's probably a harder race with inundation in it. Yep. Trial recently in Melbourne was, I mean, in Sydney was very good. His jump out in Melbourne was, again, good. Hmm. Mapped perfectly here. Get nice suck into the race out the back. Well, they might ride him more forward, but uh, from the draw, you probably go back. Long straight at Sandown. Uh, inundation's the one to beat, but last start, it looks like it would have traded the dollar one in the run. 
didn't win. Gets a uh, pretty easy lead here, which is interesting. But it's got a big weight, and I think fire. If you rep- it if did you have heat like stress did- just on inundation last time. Well, it did. If he runs like he did last uh, uh, last time, first up fire, he he can definitely beat inundation. Yeah, I, I hear you, and like I, I instantly went to inundation. I thought, okay, we're, we're at barrier two. Jamie Carr aboard, it'll jump to the front. Um, Fire's going to sit outside it from seven, I'd say. They'll send it forward. I don't know. We'll see. Either but, way, it doesn't phase me. Yeah. Well, what I'm hoping is that happens. Um, no way ever it is a bit of a step up, but it's done nothing wrong thus far. You know, it's the two from three at Sandown, two from three over the distance, so it likes the track and distance, obviously. The claim will definitely help bring it down to 55. And if we can get a nice – and for barrier one, it's going to be in behind um, inundation. So if they go too hard in front, it's going to be well placed. And I think at 10 and 350, um, you've got reasonable price there. Now, I do note it's only seven on there. Um, it's no third dividends. NTD, I think, is the term I was looking for. NTD. And for those who love the D – where were you going with that? I'm not sure, but I was looking at you and you didn't look up. So that was a sight gag. Uh, everyone on a podcast. How did that go? Not good. Not great. No. Um, okay. Uh, let's race move right along. Three. Then. <laughs> 1800 meter benchmark 70 race. Okay. So we've had a juice box and a sight gag on I a podcast. I think yours, honestly, it was worse and your intro too. So your two went up in fails. Okay. You beauty. Um, I've got this, guys. Uh, top of the market is Hennessy. Oh, sorry. What type of race is it? Uh, I just said King? it's a benchmark 70 over 1800 meters. Okay. Meter. That's 3 1. Um, Hennessy Ladder at 270. A Black Max at a 390. A Costa at sevens. A Field the Moment at sevens. Upwards from there. Hennessy lad, best of the day for me here. Last start was an absolute moral beating at Mooney Valley. Gets to a bigger track. Gets a beautiful claim down to 58 kilos, which I like. Drawn to get some room, I think. Uh, I mean, it's pretty hard not to at Sandown. It's a massive track. It is. Long straight to wind up, obviously. And I think this thing, 800 metres, won't worry. As I said, it was just cruising over the line over 1,600 metres without being touched. So it doesn't phase me up in distance. Peter Moody knows what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, best of the day for me. Query on Black Max going from 14 to 1,800 metres so suddenly. Let me read verbatim my notes. No luck and hard held last time as couldn't get a look. 1,800, yes, please. So that's twinning for us on number one, Hennessy Lad. Uh, race five is a benchmark 70 over 1,400 metres. Top of the market's British Columbia at four dollars forty. A Victory Bay at four sixty. A Euro Dandy at five fifty. Unusual Culture at sevens. Superazzi at tens. Rheinberg at tens. Upwards from there. Superazzi for me here. Oh, gee Very whiz. consistent horse. Um, I've backed it a few times recently. Tipped it last start, I think here, and it. Uh, actually, no, I didn't tip it here because I wouldn't have recorded, but I was definitely on it at 20 bucks and just missed it. Uh, That's 3-2 for those counting. Huh? Just missed it, Flemington. Uh, always carries a big weight, gets the claim run, who's ridden it uh, nine times with seven Quinella finishes. As I said, he's a consistent horse. You're getting $10 here. Loves the track. Loves the distance. Just don't get the price. Drawn perfectly, too, to set up maybe one out, one back. I just The price really surprises me here. Super Rise, he's a good bet at those odds. So... For mine, we'll go forward. The Apprentice has a great record aboard, seven times top two from nine and twice at the track for two seconds. In capitals, with an exclamation mark. Over. The, uh, rec- so that's- the record at the uh, 
That's uh, two for two. This is Lakeside, I think. This is Hillside, but it's run at the. It's run more than twice at Sandown. But oh yes, if you great. combine the two tracks, it's got a great. I agree. No, I'm, so I'm with you. That's uh, two for two for us. Uh, it's two for three actually. So that's now four two for in you. a row. No, in a row. that's not what you said, mate. Race six <laughs> is a benchmark eighty four over thirteen hundred meters. Uh, Daytona Bay. Um, He's top of the market at $2.60. Fujita Sun is at three ninety. dollars Vegeta Sun. Yeah, whatever. William Thomas um, is nines. He's exceptional is nine fifty. Uh Morrissey's at 13. So we go upwards from there. Archie oh. Blackbook William Thomas last uh, start. Of course he did. Hates winning this horse. Hasn't won for a while. Yeah. Even though it's won 7th and 49. Last one would have been quite some time ago. I couldn't tell you when. But uh, last week behind Gentleman Roy in a group race, it flew home, I thought. Um, it's only beaten two lengths. Gentleman Roy, Dawn Passage ahead of it. Good horses. Drops back here to a benchmark 84. Draws barrier three, which is maybe not ideal, but as long as McNeil can get some clear air, his turn of foot's good, and I think you can definitely want to place it 260 if he wins. I'd be surprised just because of his record, but th- those odds, I have to tip him because his last up performance... Was very good. Does it worry? He always seems to be slow out of the gates, and you go, yeah, oh, "Come on, you've done it again." Gets back and runs on. Yeah, and he's sand down the track for that. Yes. Really? Would you rather take a back marker at Sandown or Caulfield or Mooney Rally? Um, none really. Why? Well, just I like them to make their own luck. There's always a, like a sub story with a back marker, especially a back marker. So you're only in. tipping leaders from now on. I'll keep track of it. I'm tipping Daytona Bay. Well, um, if you look at its recent places, last time it placed was at Pakenham, which is on the TV right now, a very long straight. Yeah, I didn't then know it was only Pakenham. beaten two and a half lengths down the straight at Flemington by Invincible mm. Caviar, another big track. Uh, shit run at Sandown, went back to Flint and down the straight again was good. Then, as I mentioned yeah, I last start, no, no, I'm just, uh, look, I understand and I agree. I think it's a good price, but uh, Daytona it hasn't won me. for 145 weeks. God, but one of its career wins had come up the hillside, which is good. Yeah, that is good. But Daytona Bay for me just wins. Why? Um, thought glad you'd asked that because uh, it's a leader. Decent, no, decent jump out. I I liked its form around like it. It's beaten Jimmy the Bear, who both ran well on the Golden Eagle. <laughs> Jimmy the Bear, Jimmy the Bear, Jimmy the Bear. As you know, it's a personal favour of mine. Well, they they both made a Golden yeah, Eagle. It's right beaten on. it. I think it goes good. First up, um, it's won two from two. I like it. It goes good. Five starts for four wins. Uh, Jamie Carr goes on, uh, albeit she does jump on a few things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do I get credit back for one of those? No. Damn it. Uh, anyway, number three, Daytona Bay. Uh, race seven is the Belmain Stakes over the 1,300 metres for the Phillies and me. Oh, so it is. Uh, top of the market snapped at 4.20. Rose Quartz at 4.80. A route to Arataki at 5.50. Belle Riche, Belle Riche is at 6.50. Vespertine at eight. Upwards. From there. Snapped with the definition of a moral bait last start at yep. Rose Hill. Comes back to sand now and we're at one first yep. up. Only cruise a distance. I don't see why it won't handle it. Always just savages the line over slightly shorter. Mark Zara gets on, which I like. Barrier six, perfect. Little midfield. Peel out and run on. I think it's got the better, best form in this race for mine. And I think Snapped will be very hard to beat with some uh, luck this time. Snapped is the best of the day for mine. <clears throat> I thought it's the effort at Rose Hill Can first. you just say... Daytona Bay is your best No, I didn't. No, I didn't say that at all. I said snapped is, and I'm telling you why. I thought the Rose Hill um, uh, effort up at the start was uh, first up. That's the term I'm looking for. Uh, was uh, great. and like, first up at Rose Hill. 
wasn't it? Second, I won at Sandown and went to Rose Hill. Uh, apologies. That's 5-2. Uh, okay. Uh, the race at one um, first up was a day for leaders and it ran past them. And uh-huh. then there was a horror watch last uh-huh. time. You're mm-hmm. exactly right. Mm-hmm. And that's what... I think it can win this, uh, possibly with one of its four legs in the air. And at $4.20 is free money. That's number 11, snapped. Race 8 is a benchmark 100 over 1,800 metres. Cheeky benchmark 100. Uh, Detonated Jack leads the market at $2.30. Alright and Rose at three fifty. Alright you are at fives. Abel Toro at sevens. And then stupid prices upwards from there. There's next to no pace on paper here. Right you are is in very good form. The fresh mm. up doesn't worry me as my use is mm. now to keep a star going. Well weighted. Mm. I think goes forward and gives an almighty sight. Now, I don't need to ask you you're going to tip, because you're obviously going to tip Detonator Jack, because oh. you would marry that horse. Um, well, just quietly, we did in the break. Um, we're very happy. Oh, nice. <laughs> don't tell your mother. She uh, might get jealous. I think this race is for Detonator Jack is exactly like last start. Slow tempo. It has to get going from the back and can't sustain the sprint. I think, right, you are, can box on very strong. I just think it's just hard. Uh, I agree with what you said, and I think it does go good, right, you are. Um, I just I, I can't tip against Detonator Jack. It's been the top three every time. It loves Sandown. Well, who for one surprised? Uh, well, no one. Uh, I can't keep stop tipping winners. Uh, sorry. Um, Detonator Jack goes on top. Uh, until I see otherwise, it just keeps winning. That's it at two dollars thirty. Yes, please get in my belly. Uh, race nine is a benchmark setting eight over seventeen hundred meters. Uh, you seem a bit distracted there, King. Are you, are you paying attention to the podcast? Are you watching a cheeky Packenham race? I'm just watching this Packenham race. Anyways, I, you I were. told you what the race is. Uh, Read the odds out. Okay. So you so you see is at four twenty, St. Lawrence is at four eighty, River Plates at fives, Glory Days is at sixes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I was meant to read them slowly so you could pay more attention to the race. He's right on edge here, people. He's on the No, this horse is going nowhere. He's okay. on the Gandolphin and it's it's not letting down. No, back it's to a typical you. Sam Sayers Godolphin. It's done absolutely nothing. That's yeah. on you, Sammy. Um, I've read all the odds. Yeah, that was disappointing. Uh, can you read them properly? Because you just threw through them. Oh, sorry. So you see, is it $4.20? St. Lawrence, is it $4.80? River Plate, fives. Very close top of the market. Glory Days is six. Then upwards from there. Two for me here. The first Two. ones are... Hasseltoff, don't get the price, consistent form, loves the distance. Willie goes good with it. I mean, mm. just the winner was too good for it last start, too good for the rest of the field. I think at 19 and 5, so it's always running on. It's a mm. good place chance. That one's 3 and 4 pence, the bottom weight, number 15. Both starts of preparation has been absolutely held up with nowhere to go. Third up at Pegs, like it up to this distance. I think, yeah, I think you're going to race 3 and 4 pence of some luck. It's as no one knows how it's really going. This yeah, preparation it's, it's just tracked up every time being held up. But hmm. from barrier 11, it's hard to get held up. And I think it uh, should have a chance to show its turn of foot if it has one. So that's Hasseltoff and three and four pence. River Plate for me. I think it's it's consistently winning, obviously, at the moment. What, three from four in a second this time in? It's won twice at Sandown. Um it's running time and winning, and I like that. You know, it'll, it should be able to. I mean, there's a couple others here that will want to go forward, and, you know, St. Lawrence being one, but it's quite wide. Um, but I just think it's running time. It seems to be quite um, strong in doing so. And the goat goes on. 
whether that's a good thing or not um, at this stage in his career, unsure. But barrier two will get forward. It'll win. That's number six, a river plate. Race six at Randwick is the drink-wise mile over, you guessed it, the 1,600 metres. Oh, the mile. I see how they named that. Uh, Banju is $2.20. No, I won't say that. Sulcum at $2.90. No compromise at eight fifty. Upwards from there. I like Sulcum. I'll be waiting until race, uh, just for the race to back it. I think it will keep drifting. It definitely has bigger targets over further, but I think it's just got so many lengths class-wise in this field. Like, Banjo's in solid form, but, geez, it's been beating Major Artie and Benchmark 7 and 8. Sulcum brained them during the Melbourne Cup Carnival first half in Australia. Like, yes, it wants further. Yes, it's got bigger targets. Yes, it's got weight. Eight kilos more. Sorry, nine and a half kilos more than uh, Banjo, but I think it's class will just be too much for him. So let me read what I wrote. Resumes. Quite a quiet trial, but it had world-class form lines and huge in thrashing rivals in the Group 3. Ran exceptional time doing it. 1600's a new challenge, but he's a star. So that's both of us on number two, Solcom. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Twinning. Race seven is a benchmark 94 over the 1,000 metres. Top of the market is the... Top weight in a remark, equal top is Cote, then quick tempo at 460, and a mat at sixes, easy single at 12s, and upwards from there. Quick tempo for me, I liked it more Ooh. than $7 and not, uh, in, not 460, but yeah. always absolutely rips home this horse. Um, I think 1,000 metres is perfect, and uh, it's been jumping better lately, which is good. Hopefully it jumps on terms, mm. gets them clear around the straight of the spades on here, which I suspect it could be. Could be. Uh, quick tempo, we'll be flying home. Really? Yep. Okay. Uh, remark for me, I think it's resuming, obviously. It's widened, but, you know, beat Clemenco fresh last time. Clemenceau. Clemenceau. So, yes, with giving it three kilos, and that that's a class animal. And then it's one again. It's one, it was wide in that weight for age and still ran decently. Um, and they're the only three as a gelding, obviously coming back again. Recent trial was great. Yes, it's carrying 62 kilo, which isn't ideal. Uh, probably want to be carrying less. But $4 to find out from Barrier 5. Yes, please. That's the top weight. Number one, a mark. Race eight is the Eskimo Prince Stakes over the 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds. What's, what's the go with it? Yeah. Funny name, Oops. Mr. Prince. Uh, top of the market's Aft Cabin at $2 flat. Zoo Tiger at $3.40. Ossipenko is at $8s. Sajardin's at $12s. Communists at $20s. Why am I still reading upwards from there? Uh, Zoo Tiger for me here. I think oh. it's more suited than Aft Cabin in this conditions. 1,200 metres definitely suit Zoo Tiger more. Recent trials have been satisfactory. Aussie Tom, Tom Mark one on. He'll lift this thing over the line, I suspect. Yeah, how long's Aussie Tom back for? Ten weeks. Ten I weeks. Think just it a little leading, given summer all holiday. Side. I think Wolverines over the odds at thirty fours too. But Zoo Tiger for me. I'm on one over the odds too. Guess which one? Sajardin. No. Guess again. Communist. Was well, not good to call me that, but yes. Correct, it is communist. Good guess, son, good guess. Resuming, trialled really well. Um, I thought his golden mile form, um, Caulfield Guineas form, very nice. And I can't really work out why is it 20s. Um, you know, seven starts for three and further. three. 
It does one further probably, but I think with natural progression. I'm just giving answers to your question, mate. Yeah, well, I was about to go, who asked you? And then realised I did. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I kind of regret it. Um, I just think with natural improvement, it's drawn well. Yes, it might need a bit of luck. Yes, it's quite a good race, but at 20s and 360, gee, Willikers won't I find out. So that is number six, a communist. Fair enough. That's all the races, I believe. It is all the races covered. Um, is there anything else you'd like to call out? Any random sports, random people? Nothing I can really think of. Actually, no, Wellington on Sunday in the Hong Kong Sprint Freight Show. Okay. We'll be uh, winning. I think it will be about $3.50 while Lucky Swain is $1.70. Do we know what race the, no, that not is yet? yet? It's, not, it's not just coming. the feature sprint, Wellington. So, okay. So we'll uh, put a reminder. Uh, for, it's at Chartin, obviously. Yep. Okay. So Wellington beats the major, wins the major, <laughs> beats, beats the major. Yeah, I don't know what you're about. I don't know either. I uh, kind of regret saying that. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. So we've got Wellington on top there. Anything else? Mm. Nothing I can really think of. Let me have a quick skim at the Hong Kong field. If there are something else I can quickly see. What okay, you talk and sure. cover me? What are you going to talk about, mate? No problems. Well, I think you mentioned uh, Wade Salami might come in next week for a yeah, cheeky. Maybe. maybe. Okay. That, that'd be nice. Uh, on Sunday. Yes. On oh, no, is Saturday? Is it on Saturday? Sunday. Port Sunday. Macquarie race five, number three, Optimo. What? Port Macquarie? So let's slow down race again. Race five, number three, Optimo. It's a Where black booker. Okay. Good. I've got another black book. Give me two seconds. I'll pull up my black book. He's just shouting random horses now. I have. Also on Sunday, Goldburn Race 3, number five, Arts Object. Okay. There's a couple other randoms for you. (laughs) We should have a new section. Random horses. Actually, I've got one more black book. Oh, there we go. Come on, then. Uh, This is not a word of a lie. The Meadows Race 4, Saturday night, the Dish Lickers, number eight, Marshal of the Art. Only dog I have in my black book. This thing has a motor. I don't know what odds you'll get because it just keeps winning, but race for number eight at the Meadows I, over the 600 meters. I genuinely think you should rem- get lose your black book rights if you put a dog in it. Oh, no, because me and Crano's Corner. How you going, mate? <laughs> Crano's Corner. Black booked it a long time ago and it's oh, actually a low flyer. God, Crano's Corner. There's a reason that Crano's Corner is full <laughs> of creeps and cobwebs. <laughs> no one goes to Crano's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're out. Uh, brilliant. So now it seems like we're just wasting time. I well, assume that wasn't taking the piss there. It's generally in my black book. I, genu- I, I believe you. you. No one's going to make up, hey, guys, I've got a random greyhound <laughs> in my black book. I mean, no one would admit that in public. Yeah, it's in my black book. Well, I actually look at Hong Kong. Keep talking. Give me two. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what's interesting, by the way. The, the six is right now, 16 there overs in. Centenary Vars. I'll just talk at At Hong Kong. <laughs> Money catcher leads and wins and a Sylvester de Souza. So that's race seven, number three at Chartin, and race eight, number one, Wellington. Ah, fuck it. Bedell's back on it, though. Oh, pardon. We don't need to. <clears throat> Alexi Bedell's back on, but it still should win, even though he's a terrible driver. We jockey. don't need to swear. Uh, we'll post those on the socials on um, Money catcher Sunday morning. into Wellington, and you'll be catching plenty of money. I'll just. Uh... <laughs> uh, that's 4 3, I believe. It's um, 5 3. Just for reference, the Sydney Sixers, 16 oh. overs in a 5 for 91. How could they possibly look like losing this to the Heat, who are a mm. bunch of clown shoes? Um, interesting. Me, don't cricket, know. Cricket pundit. Got nothing to do with racing, so the we'll stop it right Ricky there. Ponting's chirping so, up. Uh, we do appreciate for your patience. Thank you to all the people messaging going, when are you coming back? You're a lazy bastard. 
your son's a bit of an idiot. All of those make <laughs> sense. Um, all of those were true. It's great to be back. We're looking forward to a big season. We're going to add some new features. We're going to have some new exciting things. We're going to have some contests. We've got some stubby holders. Have you reached out to those people yet? To get no. Them? Okay. So you will be, some of you will be hearing from the King recent soon. We know we owe you some stubby you holders from for the prizes. King. You're a very lucky person, by the way. So. Oh, jeez. It's going to get worn out. Beth. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Love you all. Peace out. Why didn't you play the outro? <laughs> so I think you just and won six five. That was ref two. Hit the outro. <laughs> no, you're meant to say. Hit the trumpets. <laughs> I'll say we'll see you when you're rich. Can't go changing. See ya. You hit the trumpets. Heels Podcast. Hands and Heels Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hands Heels Pod. And on our website at www.handsheelspod.com. Subscribe and share with your mates. Or don't tell anyone and steal our tips as yours and be the hero of your punt club, you sly bastards. <laughs> we'll see you next week. And not a single trumpet was hit that day. <laughs>